T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, more Crash and Fourier on WEEI. LeBron James. I mean, this is this is really perfect given what went on over the weekend. At the Garden, the Celtics took on the uh, the Lakers on Saturday night. Big nationally televised game. Saturday night's main event. Celtics end up winning 125-121. It was up against the Royal Rumble, which is always dangerous because, well, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Uh, But during this game, there were a uh, couple of big calls that, well... Maybe the biggest superstar on the planet to LeBron, LeBron James. James. LeBron he, James. he did not agree with whatsoever. Um, at the end of uh, regulation, Hart, you got LeBron driving to the rim. LeBron James. He gets hacked. There is no question about it. He gets hacked. The refs miss the call. And Hart, how would you describe the reaction thereafter from LeBron James? Uh, embarrassing temper tantrum, um, horrific. I mean, I could see that if this were Game Seven of the NBA Finals. Okay, but correct me if I'm wrong. It's uh, January 28th at the time. I think it was Game it was. 58 or 59 on the schedule. Like, whatever. Like what are we doing? Right. And I understand it was an egregious missed call. It was really bad at any level on any player. A slap to the forearm going to the hoop is a foul. So his whole going down, I watch basketball and I don't understand it, and me, and he thinks it's about him. Well, I shouldn't say that. He thinks everything's about him. So well, that is, yeah. And but the it, NBA's made it that way. And, oh, by the way, they didn't lose. The play didn't lose. Right. This wasn't, it was sort of like we kept talking about the Raiders game and the Patriots, and if you're losing and you start throwing the ball around like a whack job, correct. Situational awareness. When you do it when you're going to overtime, situational idiocy. <laughs> LeBron <laughs> did not lose this game be- like, you know, you live to fight another day. They were still going to overtime. Right. And if you're the best player on the planet, go carry your team to an overtime victory. Overcome, beat the stripes too, blah blah blah. Instead, 
He has a hissy fit. It's child. It's it. it this is. It's a cliche, but this is the kid in the grocery store aisle that saw something at eye level that's really cool, and the parent doesn't want to buy it and just starts flailing and scream. It was embarrassing for a man of his stature. Well, I think there's two things at play here. Number one, it was an an egregiously bad call and a big miss, and it feels like the frustration of the season. And the officiating is starting to kind of come out in some of these guys in a different way. I think for someone like Jason Tatum, 36 and 15 on the year, the record looks pretty good. He's one of the top three candidates for MVP. He'll have a visceral reaction to a missed call like that, but nothing like LeBron did, where, like you said, it was like it was game seven of the West Finals and he got hosed out of a chance to go to win a championship or have a chance at a championship. It was a complete and utter meltdown. And then when it was, what, three seconds left in the game or whatever, and you knew it was salted away at 125-121, there he is sitting on the bench having a sad. I saw somebody do the comparison to that. I've never seen this movie. Little Miss Sunshine, I guess. There was the kid sitting in the field and then... You know, it was the, I don't know, he had a towel wrapped around his head. I have no idea. I've never seen the movie, but it made me laugh when I saw the whole video comparison because there's LeBron, towel over his head, all his teammates getting ready to go back out there to play those last couple of seconds, and there he is kind of pouting on the on the sideline, having a sad. And all he needed was a shower and John Anderson to just sort of talk to, and they could have they could have uh, huddled up and had a sad together. Now, do you think there is some blame to be had here by Ham and the Lakers coaching staff? Because if you remember... In what way? A year ago, when we were going through Celtic struggles, all Tatum does is bitch, all the Celtics do is bitch about calls, yep. some of it was pushed onto the plate of Udoka. Like, get your team in line. Like, get them focused on the right... And Everybody the, can't complain, that kind of thing. The yep. LeBron thing was the... well. I don't know if it was the most glaring example because you had Patrick Beverly bringing a camera, which made me laugh. I was just, I was going to get you there, but I'm glad you mentioned but it. But there was also the Schroeder thing where he f- went down like he got shot by a sniper there is and that. got a technical. F- so this feels like a, a, a thing with the Lakers. Uh-huh. Like your maturity, your, I mean, you're not high school kids. You're not middle school kids. You're, hell, you're LeBron James. You're about to become the league's all-time leading scorer. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. And you're flailing at the end of a game that didn't lose you a championship, didn't lose you a game or a playoff spot, didn't actually lose you anything. You have the opportunity to continue playing. It was embarrassing. I also would like to know, and I, again, I probably should be smarter know how to Google something like this. How many NBA overtime games start with one team leading? Because... That's pretty cool that the Celtics led by a point thanks to the technical when you start overtime. There's five minutes in overtime and you're yeah, up one. I don't. That, that's a great question. I don't, I don't know. Times it's, like, it's probably happened before. I, I would assume. think so, but, but it is that. That's a statistical rarity. I wonder if it's happened even ten times in league history. I also was not bothered that LeBron wasn't teed up. Really, the the game is over. If he, so, right? It's if, it's in between regulation and overtime. He didn't. Go at an official, didn't do anything specific. Like, he just, it's embarrassing. He should be above these things at this point in his career. You would think so. But it didn't bother me that he didn't get, plus the officials knew and admitted they screwed the call up right well, away. Well, I'm, I'm glad you said that. By the way, for those wondering in the standings, uh, the Lakers are two full games out of the 10th spot 
in the West. But aren't they only like they're four in, games out of the four spot? They're in 13th. Well, the, the, the Lakers are 23 and 27. The Clippers are the four seed right now. They're 28 and 25. Yeah, so, so they're not. So to your point, but they're on the the way back end of, of, of that of the of those of that grouping of teams. And uh, you mentioned the uh, you mentioned the officials, and uh, I'm going to pull this up here because the NBA referees actually did <laughs> tweet out the which is just amazing. ridiculous uh, at official NBA refs. So NBA referees have their own deal. You can see it up on Twitch as well. Like everyone else, referees make mistakes. We made one at the end of last night's game, and that is gut-wrenching for us. This play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights as we strive to be the best referees we can be. How many sleepless nights? Because I'm going to say zero. You literally think they're not sleeping? Uh, oh, they're sleeping fantastic. I would in there in the West End or the wherever nice say, hotel in they're the, in. In the, in the Marriott yeah. corner room and their first class flights. Yeah, they'll be okay. Dinner paid for, making good money. They they missed the call. There's no doubt. And look, the LeBron reaction is what I think kind of got the ball rolling on social media that led right into the bad officiating that we saw during the championship games because that was out there. And it was really LeBron having a, a sad and LeBron being a, a, a bitch, basically. Let's get Terp, let's go to the LeBron stuff uh, because Tatum was basically like, yo, man, whatever happened in the last two minutes in OT, it was all like a blur. But uh, here was LeBron whining after the game. I mean, you guys seen some of the games that we've lost this year with late game missed calls. We had an opportunity to literally, you know, win the game. I mean, that's, you know, I had this second one in the last few weeks for myself. You know, I guess Dallas had an opportunity to win the game if the foul was called. K9 the other day um, had an opportunity to tie the game if, you know, the four point play is called. You know, um, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand what, what we're doing. And I watch basketball every single day. I watch these games every single day, and I don't see it happening to nobody else. It's just, it's just weird. He's full of it. He is full of it. But here's what it is. In, <laughs> and I hate the phrase "in that league," but in the NBA, especially when you are a superstar of LeBron James level, you expect every call to go your way, yeah. and that is unfortunately a part of the entitlement in the league that fuels this kind of stuff because there is a difference between Grant Williams throwing his hands in the air and saying he got fouled and doing it every once in a while. Like Grant doesn't argue every foul that he commits. There are times where he knows, yeah, I hacked the guy, whether he had to, whether he didn't, whatever it is. But if you watch the superstars and this is what we worry about with Jason Tatum, that it's every time, every time you're touched, Oh, I got to say something or, oh, you missed this. And that makes it even worse because in the NFL, there's normally the slow motion replay that can break it down or whatever. You'll get a little bit of that in the NBA. But to me, it's natural for NBA fan to say, well, the star must be right. Because that's how it has been ingrained in all of us as fans that why do you want Jason Tatum to win an MVP? Because he starts getting superstar calls. That's not, 
Rah, we're going to change the way it's officiated. It is the, we're going to play into the way it's officiated. Right. The benefit of the doubt goes to the star. All the time. And I fully admit, as much as I make fun of referees and basketball officials and everybody, it's a hard job. There is a lot of crap going on. Wow. And that is why, LeBron, sorry, you pretend you watch basketball, I guess, I see this in every game at every level that I ever watch. Mm -hmm. Guys bitching and moaning about I didn't get a call, the foul. Like, it's endless. And, again, I understand why because there's questionable calls. There's calls that are missed. Hell, there was a call in this game where they went to a replay on a Grant Williams stepped out of bounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jeff Van Gundy goes, and right here, well, he doesn't step out of bounds. He never went out of bounds. (laughs) (laughs) They screw up. It it just happens at all levels. And I feel like basketball – you almost have to accept it more than any other sport due to the speed of the game, the size of the guys. I mean, I watch a lot of when they set the picks at the top of the, the key, the three-point line, which one's an offensive foul and which one isn't. I'm like, those look the exact same to me. I don't know how one went one way, one went the They're other. They're all moving screens. Right. right. So you almost just have to accept that human error or just different crews calling it differently. This one was blatant. But LeBron doesn't need to make it more than it is. He's making it like it's some sort of statement on the Lakers, on him, his career, his entitlement. Nope, they missed a call. And they feel bad. They're losing sleep over it, LeBron, just like you're losing sleep over it. You guys both are struggling in your fancy hotel rooms to sleep. I was just going to say, I wonder if either side is losing sleep necessarily. Well, LeBron might be because he's a baby. Well, all LeBron's thinking of is, when can I get the hell out of here? Or when can I strong arm them to bring in my kid? Right. That's all he's focused on now. Yeah. The, the record, because he's manipulating that, so he gets it at home, and then playing with his kid. That's all he's... And, and I don't blame him. He's pretty much done all you could do. Yeah. It's kind of like Brady. I want to talk up the Niners, because that's the one interesting story, challenge, dream that's oh, left on it's his happening. to-do list. I think that's oh, happening. Ooh, oh, I'm oh. in. I am all Let's in go. on that. Especially... Oh, are you kidding me? Well, LeBron traveled. Put the traveling away. It's the NBA. Everybody travels. You want Tatum called for travel every time he travels? How about JB? You want him called for travel every time he travels? You're you don't. It. So stop texting it. That's the one thing to not complain about. Right. every Right. It's like the, the book in Family Guy, everybody poops. In the NBA, everybody travels. And can you imagine now the way they've gotten them used to being allowed to travel? If you clamp down on traveling, it will Forget be unwatchable. It. It'll be whistle, 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 whistle. It'll be like field hockey. No, it'd be like that. Uh, Shot at field hockey it, there. It, it would be like the uh, the new Boban commercial where, I don't know if yes. you've seen it, where he's the announcer, <laughs> yes. right? And he's like bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. Jump in at any time. Bouncing, 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 <laughs> bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. Yeah. Oh, it's great. By the way, I give Boban a ton of credit for realizing who he is yeah. and allowing people to kind of be in on the joke with him as well. Yep, absolutely. Like laugh guys. with them and laugh to the bank. Yep, there you go. Let's go to Chris in Portland with Gresh and Hart in for Fourier talking LeBron and the Celtics win. What's up, Chris? Hey, how's it going, guys? Just wanted to uh, call and give my two cents about what I saw the other night. Um, as we all can agree... Definitely a missed call there, but the reaction, like Andy, you've said multiple times, was really the big, the big thing from LeBron. Um, I wasn't mad that they didn't call a tech on him, but the inconsistency between how Schroeder reacted and LeBron reacted after, after calls seems a little weird that one got a tech and one didn't. But as Van Gundy said throughout the night, when they're looking at those things, last name is one of the things that they look at as well. Um, but over the course of his career, how many of those calls has LeBron gotten to the point where, you know, him complaining about that one 
call that didn't even cost them the game. You know, as we've said, they still had overtime to go out and prove that they were wronged, and they they blew up in overtime, um, specifically at the end there where they came down and wasted 10 seconds of the final 11 to get a bad or to get a three point shot from Davis. But they showed no sense of urgency in that overtime after that call. So they just, you know, the one hallmark of a, of a winning personality and winning player is definitely their excuse making. Um, the way I <laughs> so, you know, you can't sit around and say the refs jobbed us when you had five minutes to go prove that that was the case and you let the game off, uh, you let the game go. You nailed it on the Thanks, back Chris. end right there. And that to me, that's the thing that LeBron knew. He knew that if he doesn't get that foul call and he's not the one in control of the end of the game, he knew they're going to lose. But wouldn't you, if you're a real competitor and you're supposed to be the best basketball player on the planet, potentially, don't you take pride in going out there and winning by eight in overtime and saying, they screwed us, but guess what? I made sure they weren't screwing us in the end. You should. Instead, you're <laughs> And I do think... You know, you the 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 Schroeder thing and the the, the, Pat Bev. the Bev, like that's three players. Like this feels like an excuse making team. Give a team an excuse and they'll take it. Kind of mentality, and it's fine for me to bitch about it from the stands or from behind my TV or on talk radio. I wouldn't be bitch bitching about it if I were in the locker room because I think that's what loser teams do. Absolute loser teams. Well, do that's that. why they're in the place they're in. Right. And they got some real turds in there. Russell Westbrook. Oh my goodness. We'll continue with you. We got Brock. We got Paul. And uh I got some questions for Andy Hart about what the Patriots are doing out west. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. We have a lunchtime parlay coming up for you in 20 minutes from now. Hart, are you in on the lunchtime parlay today? I believe so. Oh, you are? Okay, because I know that uh, Foyer is uh, in and out in terms of his want to uh, make a pick. We almost had the hit over the weekend. I got porked on one bucket from John Morant, 28 and a half. 
missed one with like a minute to go. I'm like, oh, man, it would have been perfect. Just knock that baby down. I'm over uh, 28 and a half, and there it is. But That's why it's called gambling, That's Gresh. right. Such is life. It is what it is. Uh, we are going to get to what uh, Bill Belichick and crew are doing out in Vegas, uh, but we're also talking uh, NFL and NBA officiating LeBron and uh, the championship games with you. 617-779-7937. Hart's in for Fourier today, and Brock is Ooh. in Middleborough on LeBron. Hi, Brock. Hurdy. Hey, good morning. Uh, I love a chance to call LeBron a baby. Oh, he got away with something. I'm supposed to get away with stuff. But really, you can't be mad at him the same way you see a kid throwing a fit in the grocery store, like you said. You can't get mad at the kid because that usually gets a response. It's the parents' fault. When the refs come out at the end of the game and say, we made one mistake and it was the play that LeBron threw a fit about, they don't say, we made five mistakes, seven mistakes. You know, we said a player stepped out. They didn't. We said the ball went off this guy's knee. It actually went off this guy's hand. They don't They don't address all their mistakes. They just address the mistake that the petulant child threw a hissy fit about, and that encourages and emboldens the petulant children to be petulant children because the refs are going to respond, and you're going to continue to see hissy fits in the supermarket because – the hissy fits at home are successful, so it's just going to continue. Well, Brock, there is something that the NBA does that now might be counterproductive to uh, the original intent of transparency. Terp, is it the fourth quarter officiating report or the final two minute? Final two minutes. Oh, thank you. So the NBA, in their infinite wisdom, thought, okay, in the interest of transparency, most important part of the game, we'll give you the final two-minute report of the, hey, we missed the call or, you know, shouldn't have been a call or whatever it is. And that has led to a lot of guys in the league doing the, well, you know, when you uh, do it retroactively like a day later and it's the, you see, when they put out the report, they screwed us, these bastards. It it, it was originally for fans to Mm. kind of believe that the Tim Donaghy part of NBA officiating is gone. And on the whole, I don't think there are people like Donaghy in the league but he did it for transparency, and now it's being used against them by guys who feel like there is a problem with officiating. Okay, so here's where I'm going to unveil something that left uh, Fitzy speechless uh, yesterday. Wow, okay. So he was bitching uh, about the call um, and that it was a horrific call. We had a caller that said and, and kind of parroted, uh, I think, Anthony Davis talking about these officials should be fined oh, when yes. they make mistakes. Right, right, right. They should be big, big fines. Okay. Big fines. So when someone like Jalen Brown misses two free throws with the game on the line, should he be fined? His professional job is to hit those free throws, just like the referee's professional job, he's paid handsomely, is to make the right call. I would argue both of those individuals, Jalen Brown and the referee, made honest mistakes. They screwed up. They're human beings, human error. They screwed up. I don't think either should be fined for that. I would agree. Okay, so then let's just move on. The guy screwed up. But the players, oh, they should be fined for this. Think about what you're saying, Anthony Davis. You should be fined for not playing half the games every year for Ah, your stupid team. See, that's the thing. The players, in a way, get fined by having less salary. To where, like, if they they make a bunch of those mistakes, then ultimately it kind of catches up to them. Does it really? But the notion, well, 
you're right. There's a lot of funny money in the NBA where yes. guys like Luke Cornett can make a couple of bucks. Yeah. But on the whole, I think if, you know, again, if um, if you're Anthony Davis and you want to look at a guy making a couple hundred grand versus someone like him who is making a couple of $10 million, and where are the level of expectations there? I mean, you're putting a quarter of a billion dollars into a basketball team and it's being uh, officiated by a guy who I'll give the NBA credit is at least a full time ref. Yeah, at least they got that going for them. But you so know, he can't none make of those, mistakes. No, no, it's not that they can't make mistakes. But I do think the level of expectations from players has to be adjusted, more realistic. Yes, these guys make mistakes, and I give the I don't know the ins and outs of the NBA officials in terms of. What percentage have been refs for three years, five years, ten years? Certainly, my eyeball tests tells me they've turned it over some. There are a lot more female officials. A lot more. So they were taking the jobs of somebody that I'm I'm hoping, in good faith, the NBA deemed less competent, less capable. Like they're putting in what they believe for that season to be the best officials, and then they move through it. If there's somebody better coming through the pipeline, you get a job, you're in, you're out. Like even though Dick Pavetta can still run up and down the court, yeah, it's 75 years old. You might, you you probably shouldn't be officiating a game worth tens of millions of dollars. So I guess my point is simply, what are you saying, Anthony Davis? Do you believe he intentionally blew that call? Because if you do, we got a problem. Right. If you think he made a mistake and just missed it. For, now, you can argue, how does he miss it? You're standing right under the basket. The best basketball player in the world is driving to the basket with the game on the line and, and no time on the clock. Shouldn't your eyes be where your eyes should be? Well, I mean, did somebody, somebody yell and you turned around? And I know you didn't. How do you miss that call is a fair question. Right. But it's an honest mistake. Like me knocking my coffee over while I'm talking with my hands. Um, but it's an honest mistake. And both players, coaches make honest mistakes. You don't call a timeout, Joe Mazzola. Should you be fined if you lose the game because of it? Yeah. The, it, These are honest mistakes. If if their record were flipped and they were 36-23, and 23, it wouldn't have turned into the level of angst from the Lakers that it has now turned into. Absolutely. Let's go to Paul in Rhode Island who wants to go to football and talk Brock Purdy with Gresh and Hart, who's in for Foyer. What's up, Paul? Paul. Hi, Paul. Paul, you're on. Is this really Paul Perillo? Are you at the home? Are you... He passed out. Oh, he did. Rhode Island, you're uh, on. He was, he was waiting for a while. He did. What happened? Uh, he I don't know. Put, put his phone down. Probably, probably one of those deals. Or he's working, and now he's listening. He's like, oh, crap. Call back. Well, now he's going to think that we think he's Paul Perillo. And there, there's not passed there. Out, he's uh, snoring. Well, I was just going to say, if there's someone that would get someone to call back, it, uh, it would be that, I would think. Um, we head to Vegas where the uh, East-West Shrine Bowl practices are going on, and there was a lot of interesting video coming out of Vegas this weekend. Mm. Aside from the massive traffic jam, I don't know if you uh, saw this, but apparently on uh, one of the roads into Vegas on, like, Friday, I mean, as far as the eye could see. Why? I don't know if it was, like, a story. I know there was a bad wreck on the Strip where, like, an off-duty cop had to go into a car and, like, pull somebody out as it was burning. I mean, it, like, it it, it shut down traffic for a little while. But anyway, um, we know it's normally hot out there, but Bill Belichick has been hot with some of the coaching. He was hands-on in coaching a Florida defensive end on a yeah. special teams technique. And 
I thought Bill Belichick was just in sort of this supervisory role, and yet over the weekend I see both Bill O'Brien giving instructions to quarterbacks on, listen, here's the window where you throw the ball. Stop putting it on the hip. Put it right here kind of thing. I laughed at that because it was like, Quarterback 101. Oh, wait, don't throw it behind him? Basic I'm supposed to be stuff. an all-star game caliber quarterback. Throw it out in front of him so he can run after catch. Right. Thanks, coach. Now I know why you make the big bucks. That's right. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, Matt Patricia couldn't figure that out. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you got Bill O'Brien, or excuse me, Bill Belichick out there talking to both teams, I think during like a special team setting. So for the guys that are supposed to be just, you know, hovering around and being in the supervisory role, they're doing more than just supervising. Well, certainly him. And this is the classic example of Bill loves football, Bill loves coaching, Bill isn't necessarily slowing down, despite what some people may believe, or, oh, he's going to Nantucket on bye weekends, he doesn't have the fire anymore. He loves football. He loves coaching. He may not have the fire anymore for some of the crap, Mm -hmm. like the Mac Jones hissy fits or things of that nature, but the fire to just direct a defensive end on how to get past a tackle or where his footwork is or where his hand placement is, he absolutely has that fire. I think that's what he loves, quite honestly, still. That's why I think he's still involved in this as he approaches his 71st birthday. Do you think it is the young guys that really sort of stimulates him in terms of coaching versus, you know, some veterans like, like you know, at this point, what in the world is Bill going to tell Matt Slater that maybe Matt Slater doesn't already know? Do or, you think it's getting around those young kids that are just sponges and looking at him like, uh, this is the greatest guy ever to do it, and he's talking to me? Absolutely. Absolutely. These are not why guys, to steal a phrase from <laughs> Mac Jones. I don't think any of them said, why did you just tell me to do that? They just took it in because he's Bill Belichick. Yep. You see the same thing on the, the pro day circuit when he's in those individual workouts and he's off to the side with one guy, or you hear the stories of when he brings them in the room in the videotape and you know he lets them pick a couple games and then breaks them down and every single play. That's what he loves, the minutia, I still believe, drives him he'd much rather do that than the high-end stuff he'd like to go work corners out at UConn again absolutely (laughs) no like I think he loves it and the idea that he can impact that kid or find the kid that can impact his team the diamond in the rough I think he loves the lowest of low level and I actually think this could be an opportunity for him to return to that this year the way they are setting this staff up now we don't know the totality of it how do you mean Billy O'Brien is going to run the offense. Yep. We feel pretty confident in that. OC coach. I'm not saying Bill Belichick doesn't have say, doesn't right. have veto, doesn't have, but he can turn the other way and feel really comfortable that that offensive practice field is functioning properly. It's yep. competent. Defensively, Gerard Mayo, I'm assuming we're going to find it at some point, assistant head coach. Steve Belichick, who he has praised endlessly, who's one of the supervisors this week at the Shrine Bowl. I think he can turn his back to the defensive field and feel like they got it under control. If Joe Judge is hanging around, I'm going to assume Joe Judge is going to be working with special teams. And when he was on that flight with all those people that you mentioned going out there, it was kind of like head coach, OC, DC, the next would be the special teams coordinator, and that was Joe Judge. So you put him with the special teams. Now Bill doesn't have to coach anywhere. He can choose where to spend his time, his attention, which player, which role, which segment. Oh, defense is doing third down right now. I want to be involved in that. He'll run a period of practice or something like that. I keep envisioning him like in a golf cart, the old Bobby Bowden days, where Bobby Bowden is driving around the practice (laughs) fields. And I think a little more impactful 
I don't know why you're laughing, but because <laughs> it just makes me giggle the whole the last days of Bobby Bowden when it's yes, like uh, Jimbo Fisher's the coach in waiting uh, and all the of whole that. thing. Yeah, but I I, think, I also had an assistant coach at URI rode around in the golf cart because he couldn't walk anymore, and it, it makes me giggle. I don't think Bill's reached that point. We've no. seen it. He's out there. He's functioning. He's got his backpack on, and he's all giddy to go out in Vegas. He'd have a hover around anyway. But I think he can. The fact that he can choose where to spend his time, his energy, and his input, I think is good for this team. He can pick the spot. He doesn't have to be forced to offense, 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 even though he knows he could probably use an hour with the defense. He could probably use an hour with the DNs or the D. After last week's game, I saw you know the little paper with the pencil when he's oh, taking yeah. notes. Some of those notes were probably about defensive players. Maybe he didn't get to them. Now he can get to them. He can prioritize where to spend his time. So I think him having the flexibility to choose his input level because i said this the other like forced is failure like in life when you're forced to do something it often leads to failure because you're not properly prepared you're not doing it on your terms like when you have to buy a car they say the worst time to buy a car is when you need one right yeah if i need one by monday and it's saturday because my car just died i have no leverage i need to leave the car dealership with a freaking car so i can get to work on monday terrible time to buy a car you do it for six months you get the best deal you're ready to go you sound like you bought a car for one of your kids at 15 and a half. Not yet. <laughs> Terrible plan for my wife we can get into at another. Oh, sure. I'll just give you a hint. Somehow in this plan, the guy in the worst car is me. And I don't understand how the F that's going to happen. Well, get used to it. Do you why have... am I last on the depth chart? Well. I'm like freaking Josh Johnson. You know why? Because you're the one to make the sacrifice. Whenever a sacrifice. Whenever you can get two phone upgrades, you know who they're going to, and you are not one of them. I don't care for this. What am I, Jesus? I have to give to everybody else and not take for myself? Well, in your own house, I would say yes. <laughs> do they, uh, but do they, uh, do they, when it, when the plate is passed, do they fill that for you or no? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sometimes. All right. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. How great is that? I'm last. That Whoa. Is, Whoa is Andy. I was just going to say, man, get used to it. That's 20 and 18. Are you kidding me? I remember when uh, when the oldest was going to get a car, and my father-in-law said the following. I'm not going to say the number. I'll put in the first X five-digit number. Yeah. I was like, the first? That sounds like pretty good for Sounds like oh. the whole, right. Nope. I lost that battle in, it might have been a world record pin. I don't even know if I made it 15 seconds in that argument. Warrior honky-tonk? Before I just got, yeah, it was like that. <laughs> run into the ring, yep. run out of the ring, I, it's I, over. It was like uh, I was Little Beaver and uh, King Kong Bundy just <laughs> squashed me in WrestleMania three. Uh, when did we lose control as men of our households? You know what? Yeah, it's that's the problem is that like when you were the head of your household, uh, it was all good. As soon as you start getting married and procreated, forget about it. You are automatically back in the line. Damn it's just right. the, And you know what? There's a bunch of uh, Twitchers, twitch.tv slash Boston W-E-E-I, texters, 37937. There's a lot of people who might not be able to interact, but who are nodding and saying, yeah. yep, I know exactly what that feels like. Uh, Jesse in New Bedford wants in on Joe Burrow with Gresh and Hart in for Fourier. What's up, Jesse? Hey, how you doing, guys? What do you got? Uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah, I kind of want to call out Hart and all the rest of the show personalities, radio personalities, because their little boyfriend in Mancross Burrow didn't play too good yesterday. Threw two picks, kind of wilted under the pressure. I don't want to hear about the O-line. 
I don't want to hear about the rest because we all know if Matt Jones was playing yesterday and it happened, what would everybody be saying, Glass? Come on. Don't be, be honest with me. Oh, Matt Jones, he can't throw two picks. Oh, Matt Jones, he's got to be able to avoid that, that pressure. You can't leave it up to the refs. All the, all the calls end up equaling out. So I don't want to hear the excuses. Everybody's meeting Cross Burrow. Choked. He's overhyped. Just like last week, those, those, uh, those, uh, those passes he did, his, play, his wide receivers were wide open last week against Buffalo Bills. I just don't want to hear the excuses because Matt doesn't get any when it comes to stuff like this. Yeah, but, but like, Jesse, look, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big yeah. Matt guy too, and thank you, friend, because we're up against it. I, I'm a big Matt guy too, but I'm not going to go down that road of, look, did Joe Burrow play great yesterday? No, he took it on the chin in terms of, of the, the first real subpar playoff performance. You can't ignore what's going on with the O-line. But I'm now starting to think that the real number two, a lot of people have been rushing to put Josh Allen up in rarefied air. He's behind Joe Burrow. Yeah. That's the mistake that the sports talk community maybe has made in that, well, Josh Allen is the next thing since sliced bread. Joe Burrow's ahead of him. Well, I think Josh Allen's ahead of Joe Burrow in the evolution of a young quarterback. He lost his coach. When you lose your coach or your go-to offensive player... You mean your OC? You mean yeah, the terms? Brian okay. Dable. Yeah. I thought you saw a lack of Brian Dable this postseason. They they regressed to old-school Josh Allen, which was drop back, throw deep, or drop back, oh, crap, try to run somebody over. Be Superman. Right. And, and I Put think it all on him. You will see that at some point with Joe Burrow. Now, his coach is his head coach, so they're probably paired for a while. Yeah. But when you lose T. Higgins or you lose Joe Mixon, like Patrick Mahomes loses... Uh, Tyreek Hill and is actually better didn't he matter. shows you how damn good he is yeah. now he has Andy Reid so he has the benefit of the coach didn't change but that's the evolution of the young quarterback you become a superstar it's sort of the team too with the money and how much you spend with the quarterback and how many receivers and talent you can have around him so is I think if Josh Allen had had Brian Dable this year he would have been 10 times better. It's not a mistake or a coincidence that Dable leaves Josh Allen, his turnovers go through the roof. Dable takes over Daniel Jones, his turnovers go through the basement. It's an excellent point. It's a very fair one to make, too. 11.43, Gresh and Hart, who is in for Foyer. Uh, we will dig deeper into what the Patriots are doing out there in Vegas. Some storylines from over the weekend, but all the bets. They start tomorrow in Massachusetts in the brick and mortars. The Lunchtime Parlay is next. WEEI, WEEI, New England Sports Original. Now, now, more Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. And streaming on WEEI.com. We're one job or amp bucket away from a uh, three-teamer over the weekend that would have hit for $63.52 on your three-leg $10 parlay. Of course, tomorrow is the day in the brick-and-mortar casinos. You'll be able to go in and place a wager. I will uh, hold back all my comments on the, well, let's go get this guy making a bet when he can't even you know, figure out whether to wipe his watch or wind his ass when it comes to gambling. But let's bring in this guy to come in and Here's your $10, sir. Make a wager and give us this photo op. Wow. 
sounds personal. Do you think Julian Edelman's placed a bet in his life? I thought he bet like a million dollars on Tom Brady or something. Come on. It was after he became a partner with one of these places. Yeah, One like he was doing it on his own. Anyway, I... Calvin Ridley would be a good spokesman. Now, there you go. When the state of Florida finally... Now, see? <laughs> now, there's a guy that you would say, come sit down and let's talk gambling. What about Pete Rose? I don't know why. Again, Pete Rose, O.J. Simpson. You want to make a real splash? Bring in a rental to drop a couple of shekels in your casino. Now, that'll get you some pop. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. I got to tell you, and you know what? I can't remember if I talked about it with you. I might have been with Rich a little bit or with Christian as well. When OJ does his crazy tweets about football, he makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, he like he's not football. completely crazy. Well, well, he might be, but off the field. When, yeah. it, when it revolves around football, I don't hate listening to him. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty. What about fantasy football? No, he seems to stink at that. But do you think it would be in bad form if we had, like, uh, you know, the Gresham Fourier fantasy night and the guest speaker was a rental? Uh, yeah, I think that's bad form. Really? You should have me, whose Super Bowl playoff daily fantasy thing I had minus points yesterday because I had Brock Purdy as well, my quarterback. Well, you know, I'm, I, and Dice is waiting for his uh, title as well. It's, oh, am I supposed to bring that to him? No, it's on a bo- It's it's in a box that I taped up, and I, I told him a week ago I was sending it to him, and I never went to the post Because I can deliver it by hand. He coaches uh, JV basketball. I see him in the season finale. You know what? I, I might, can have a presentation I at midcourt. I on that. I, uh, I taped the box up special for him. <laughs> I'm sure he looks forward to anyone it. Know, we can do a photo op. Anyone know Phil Swift, if you catch my drift? I don't. <laughs> Have fun with that one, Dice. I'm going to send it through the mail just to make him wait. And to know that it's sitting there and some other mailman has to deliver it to his house, maybe. Anyway, oh, yeah. yeah, we're really torturing him. Anyway, let's get to the uh, lunchtime parlay. Heavy, heavy NBA lunchtime parlay. I'm going with a team that has shocked the hell out of me this year, the Portland Jail Blazers, normally known for much more than just winning basketball games. And they got Dame Dalla out there, and he's rotting away out in the forest. And, well, they had a pretty good year this year. Portland's hosting Atlanta. They're a skinny one-bucket favorite. Give me Portland minus two against the uh, Hawks. Billy! What do you have today there, friend? All right, I'm taking the uh, the Warriors. Warriors are looking to extend their winning streak to three games. They're hosting the Thunder. The Thunder's really nothing to write home about. So give me the Warriors to cover four and a half at Oklahoma City. Terp! Give me the Kings, minus one in Minnesota against the Timberwolves. The Kings are the better team. This is just reflective because these guys played Friday night, and the Timberwolves got the better of them. But the Kings shot 27% from three. I don't see that happening again tonight, so I like the Kings. Is th- This is like the... Third time maybe you've gone to the Kings well? You've been on them in I terms have. of the wagering, team. right? They are a good yeah. team. That's another team that's kind of shocked everybody. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, they'll they'll flame out in the end, but, you know, they're they're at least they're a factor again. You know, you got to go back to the Doug Christie era before uh, since They Sacramento. have a pulse. That's, there that's you the go. Good that's the way to, there's a good way to put it. <laughs> also with the pulse is Andy Hart. Yes, so uh, I know we think because of Celtics matchups that the Magic are better than they really are, but they stink. They're not a good basketball team. They're near the bottom of the Eastern Conference. They are minus six and a half point differential type team. They are at the Sixers. The Magic stink on the road. They're not good. So I will lay the nine points, 76ers over the Magic. Oh, boy. Dangerous times here on the primetime parlay. Four favorites, Portland minus two. The Warriors minus four and a half. Might be five where you are. 
Kings minus one, 76ers minus nine. All told, ladies and gentlemen, your $10 could win you $122.83 on this big-time four-leg lunchtime parlay here with Gresh Fourier. If you missed it, Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I on Twitter. That's where you can find all the picks to be able to go make your wagers a little bit later on today. We have a Super Bowl, Philadelphia versus Kansas City. But is there a bigger problem with the NFL and officiating? And how about the San Francisco 49ers? Oh, where, oh, where will the 49ers turn for a quarterback next year? Hart and I are sharing a brain. Lunchtime hour next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 